Hello, this is Kate here from Womankind, wishing you a warm welcome to Cyclical Riving. Oh, Cyclical Riving, that's that's a podcast that we don't do. <laughs> cyclical Living is the one that you're here for, Cyclical Living Unwrapped, where we explore the gifts and challenges of cyclical life with experts in the field of menstruation, of perimenopause and cyclical living. And today... I'm talking to Lizzie Kurtz there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming. And I asked guests for a bio, and this is what Lizzie says about herself. And I, I love this, actually, because it's very <laughs> alive. So Lizzie is your inner connection coach. and She was born in Australia, lives in Edinburgh in Scotland now with her partner, Bethany, and their cat, Percy. Percy the cat. And her work is all about connection and belonging. She splits her time between her private one-to-one practice and going into corporate businesses to drive menstrual cycle awareness in the workplace. Yes! <laughs> lucky businesses. God, are they lucky to have you. Oh, my Lord. Oh, and she's on a mission to help people with menstrual cycles to come home to their bodies and find such a deep sense of belonging within themselves that they can feel like they can take on the world. Because if we can't connect with ourselves... How can we fully connect with the world? Yeah, well, that's a pretty profound bio there. I think you got it. <laughs> you got it all sorted. No. <laughs> so let's get let's get into the detail of how we connect with ourselves by talking about the inner seasons. So, mm. Lizzie, what's your summer superpower? It's really interesting. I'm like in my inner summer today, oh. and. I would say there was two things that really come up came up for me this question. One is just joy. I really have like n- like nurtured this feeling of being able to access joy in my summer. And I'm like, is that my superpower? But equally that word of nurture, you know, I think that is also what I've really come to learn about my inner summer is that is the season to to really nurture for me anyway. And that's so that's what really comes up, you know, what is around for me and what really needs nurturing um what does that look like though for you what does that mean it's really interesting because it's like you know it's the flip side of what trips me out for my inner summer Mm -hmm. because my inner summer was you know when you come into the work you think well that's that's the season that doesn't need any attention you know I was a bit like oh it's fine um and as I deepened my work like you know my um my work with the inner seasons and my menstrual cycle I really learned a good three and a half years into it that I was like super detached from my inner summer. Mm. And yeah, so it's it's been this like real process of learning to find myself in my inner summer. Mm. And oh yeah, that oh god, yeah, absolutely. Because typically we're so outward focused. So where yeah. do you go? You know, and exactly. I, I often talk about that in terms of, um, you know, life summer in terms of, you know, our thirties losing ourselves and then needing to go back, go and find ourselves in our autumn. Yeah, so yeah. It's really interesting to hear you talk about this in the menstrual cycle. Yeah, you, you know that, that like the menstrual cycle is this like this navigate this you know moving towards ourselves and moving away from ourselves, moving towards ourselves, moving away from ourselves, and and and, and moving towards the world and away from the world and. And we do that with ourselves every day, 
And I think, and that has been my own history work, you know, how to move towards myself and move away from myself. And so the inner summer I realised as I did deepened more and more into this work was it would really trip me up <laughs> because it would it would almost be like you, you, you're you so, yeah, out in the world at that point, I would lose myself. And so my superpower as I've really been working on it has been learning that actually I can really nurture me and and what's alive for me. And that's where that joy and that vibrancy really comes. So the joy and the vibrancy leads the way. Mm, mm. Oh. Okay, well, let's, let's just leave it there because that's just so beautiful. <laughs> um, and what about the the stuff that trips you up, that leads you away? Or rather, my question is really, how do you notice... What do you notice when you're led, when you've gone too far from yourself in your innocence? Yeah, I think it. Sometimes it's just that. Sometimes it's too far, you know. Sometimes it's it's, it's kind of the end of the inner summer, and I'm going into my inner autumn, and it's all very clanky. But I think it's it's all of that. It's all connected, isn't it? It's like it's how I pace myself out of my inner winter into my inner spring, and I, and I think it, it, whatever is around for me in, a, in my inner spring, it's that crossover into summer that needs tending to and allowing myself to, to be there with it um, and all the embodiment piece. It's, it's, you know, it's, where, it's when that moment catches me where I all of a sudden realise, yeah, my feet aren't on the ground. Um, my feet are definitely not on the ground and I'm not, I'm not connected mm. is what kind of will, will trip me and that can look, you know, that can look all sorts. And when you, when you cross that border and you find yourself in, in your inner autumn, what supports you there? Space, <laughs> lots of space, time, that slowing down, all of those, you know, things you sort of hear, but they're just so important. They're just like non-negotiable. Um, and and really making sure I'm communicating that to myself and those around me. You know, I just I just need more time. I just need more patience this week. I need more space and really building it in um, is that's like paramount to my to my inner autumn. Spaciousness. Yeah. And are you able to do that? I mean, you're self-employed. So I guess, you know, what, what, what does your boss have to say about that? Yeah. <laughs> you have a good boss? It, it, it's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Because a boss is, well, I have different bosses, you know, what I will really notice in my autumn is that that voice that says, come on, hurry up, do more, like, you know, that workhorse. Yeah. And I kind of come from the corporate world where it's just like you have to be on all the time. And, again, that will be that other sort of trigger warning. And I have to allow, I think the space has to be there so that I can notice that that bit saying, do more, do more, go faster, go faster. And actually, when I hear that, I go, oh, I need to do less. <laughs> I, I need to do less. I need to allow more space. I need to allow, allow for more time. And so it's just, you know, yeah. It sounds like you've it, got a couple of different bosses going on in there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the line manager and the big boss. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of negotiation that has to happen. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're kind of, I'm kind of making a joke out of it, but I think this is such an important and valuable awareness to build that 
what I heard you say was you have to go slowly in order to notice when you're pushing too hard. And then you can hear what the voices are saying. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah there are, and there are different messages coming through. One is to go faster. And then there's a more, there's a, oh, I would, it sounds to me like a kinder voice that suggests that you could go slow. slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it's like the, that practice, isn't it? Because there's the practicalities of like, you know, I do it for myself so I can schedule my week slightly different. Yeah. And then, and then you just forget, <laughs> and then you think, you know, and then your inner spring or inner summer self thinks, but when they're doing their diarizing for you, thinks, oh, you absolutely can do all of that in that week. And then you're in that week thinking, no, it's <laughs> not a great idea. No. And what, what does rest look like for you? Like at its ultimate, mm-hmm. rest is nothingness, you know, and I've learned to really enjoy and embrace that nothingness that once upon a time terrified me. Mm. And, you know, it's what it is, it's unplugging from the world, it's it's unplugging, it's unplugging from people, it's unplugging from, you know, stimulation and screen, screen time and all of those things. And just an allowing for emptiness. And again, those two words, nothingness and emptiness, once upon a time would have sounded horrendous <laughs> and, and felt uncomfortable. And now when I'm there with it, it's just beautiful um you know in a like practical sense like the ultimate to me is you know outside or lying inside face mask listening to jazz (laughs) you know that that is my ultimate but um there is just like yeah an an emptiness that comes with rest for me and in a felt sense of emptiness yeah emptiness yeah, yes. T- to just allow that. I, I think, you know, because we're so busy feeling all the time, aren't we? And I and I I spent a long time just feeling and not allowing for for space, for quietness. And so maybe another, you know, a word that other people might resonate with is quietness or stillness. And I don't know, for me that word emptiness is just allowing it to be there and not having to fill it. That's a very uh, that's very skilled yeah yes that's it's practice. high that's that that's like phd level <laughs> for cycle awareness right there yeah but you know and it takes practice and i have cycles where i get it completely wrong where i think i've created space and emptiness and then i can just see how all the things that creep in because of that bit of you that does not want to let you rest you know it doesn't want that space and emptiness and so all these things creep in and then I realize, ah, oh, that didn't go according to plan. And, you know, and then the beauty of the cycle is that I get my next cycle to try it out again. And I know this is a short interview and I know this is a, a massive, great question, but I'm really curious in your journey from busyness to emptiness, from fullness to emptiness. Can you, can you, what can I ask that's really more precise i mean i'm I'm curious in your the steps that you took to to arrive in this place where you where you have a full capacity to rest um for somebody who's struggling who know who knows they need more to empty to feel more mm-hmm. empty who knows they need to deepen their relationship with not knowing an emptiness can you give suggestions about from your experience about how they might 
take small steps towards that? Yeah, I think it is one like like going really tenderly with yourself to know. Like, you know, first of all, it's noticing like how I need this, but it's really hard to lean into it. And and so I think for the, the biggest thing I have um cultivated if that's the right word is that compassion piece <laughs> of knowing of noticing where it's difficult and it's hard um and then it's just experimenting and trying it out giving yourself permission to get it wrong and it, and like sometimes I talk about like that snacking you know like rest snacking um and enjoy snacking can you just experiment a little bit 10 minutes five minutes and um and, and and then I, you know, I know it sounds, I don't know, like, does it sound corny or cheesy? And then just loving yourself in whatever happens because, you know, I think that that's so important rather than jumping on and I'm, I'm doing it wrong and, like, yeah. Thank you. I think a lot of people will really benefit from that, that little piece of advice just to take it to small little, small mm. little experiments. <laughs> And yeah. yourself anyway however messy yeah. and catastrophic <laughs> it goes yes that's it yeah. yeah yeah totally and tell me about spring so first of all when where in your cycle where 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 do you notice spring happening for me mm-hmm. yeah I have I have a 26 day cycle and so spring feels quite short-lived for me mm-hmm. I would say I sort of notice it around day five, but I sort of treat day five also still like my winter because I notice it coming, but I also have to like hold on to that wintering so that then I kind of have these maybe three-ish days of spring. If I kind of day five think, oh, I'm in spring, it's so raw and tender. So I kind of might notice it, but I still... I will chart and I will kind of ground in my theory principles of wintering to, to kind of be there in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And w- what are the challenges in your spring? Then? So starting too soon, there's one. Yeah, yeah, starting too soon. And and then that I think that classic, I have so much to do and not enough time, <laughs> which is which comes, yeah. That's how we started that when we met today. That's how I started yeah. <laughs> it's too much yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah that that is there and then I think just um maiden wounds will come up for me if I'm if I'm not yeah you know if I've come out of my bleed too quickly and I've not, I've kind of I wanted to use the word careless and I don't know if that's the right word but you know I've just some... just before you talk about that could you say what maiden wound is because people may not understand what that is. yeah those so what well, well, those maybe inner child or inner teenage wounds for me um that are associated with that time and yeah they will come up and and the the big one for me is you know as a teenager feeling like um you're too much you know when you're you know that team you know like yeah so those those shadows of teenagers just being too much and 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 a a young woman growing up wanting to come out into the world and feeling like she needs to hide yeah exactly and so I can really notice those around in my inner spring and what 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 are the joys in your spring? What is the delight there? Yeah, I think that the, 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 the like coming out, you know, it's interesting. Like 
they're there are my shadows. But when when I really care for myself, I think it's just that um that beauty of that newness. I, I likened it once to, you know when you see a child following a butterfly? And they're just following the butterfly innocently. If I really can allow it, it is just allowing myself to innocently follow what wants to emerge. And that is really beautiful when I can trust and surrender to that. Oh, yeah, so precious. Mm. Even, even, I mean, I can imagine, that, you know, there's the butterfly and, you're, and the, the inspiration to move towards yeah. whatever the butterfly thing is. Just catching that is just so precious. Mm. And, you know, mm. life, diaries, partners, you know, everything may get in the way, but just knowing that, just catching that moment is just so precious. So yeah, precious. yeah, yeah. Particularly coming out of uh, a quiet winter, mm. a dark winter, mm. actually, is what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, is there anything else you'd like to say about spring? About your experience of your springs? What what supports them maybe? I oh, pacing is just so important. You know, like really pacing myself. Um, which I know you can say for all parts of the cycle, can't you? But I think it just is because it because it is so short. Um allowing the the, the care to go into it you know it is tender and it's short um but it's still an experience it's still mine and so I never you know I never want it to get lost and so kind of like honoring it and finding way finding those ways to honor it really important mm, thank you. so moving on to your professional self where can people find you Mm, I hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, online, if you know, social media or, In or, website, yeah, yeah. or where, where, where's the best place to um, get more Lizzie? Um, so a bit on, so on link. Uh, what was I going to say? Instagram. I'm on Instagram at inner.connection.coach and I do show up there, you know, with my cycle, you know, sometimes in full bloom, sometimes not. Um, and then equally on LinkedIn is where I do a lot of my corporate stuff. So um, LinkedIn is also a great place to just connect and me message me and say hello. Fantastic. And your website? Um, is innerconnectioncoach.co.uk. Okay. And is there yeah. anything uh, in particular that you, any work that you particularly like to, to be out and proud about and sing a song about and do a little jazz hands around? I, well, I mean, my one-to-one work, one work I love, I just love, and that is just that beautiful place to help people really nurture that connection with themselves. And so if anyone is curious about that work, I'd love to hear from them. And then equally, the big I love, 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 love going into the corporate business. I love going into businesses and being like, you know, here is this precious, important work, and it does belong here. And it's just fabulous just to, to, to be part of organisations that, saying like yes please come share um so if anyone listening is like yeah i want that in my organization um, message me and reach out and i'd love to yeah, love to speak fantastic thank you so much for sharing your in seasons with us lizzie it's been thank you it's been so interesting 
and if listeners are curious about their inner seasons and if you're navigating perimenopause you might enjoy our self-directed online course perimenopause unwrapped which you can find at woman-kind.co.uk and where you can shine a light on the unconscious processes that are coloring your men your perimenopause experience and bring more awareness and choice softness and compassion to your transition we would be delighted to welcome you there leora and i and if you have any questions you can contact us through the site or in the details in the show notes and lizzie's details will be in the show notes too thank you